0: Splash Unicorn presents... the big rich movie. The Sports Shit Show! Welcome to the Sports Shit Show! It's your dude, your favorite dude, your sports dude, Splat. How's everybody doing out in the Splat universe? Unicorniverse. Unicornverse. Sorry. I'll get it right someday. But how's everybody doing? Hopefully your team did okay in the preseason games. Um... Hopefully enjoyed the preseason edition of the Monday Night Shit Show. And that will be coming to you during regular season on Tuesdays. It's the Monday Night Shit Show on Tuesdays. So I hope everybody's enjoying that. So yeah, we got uh, one more week of preseason, I believe. And then after that, we got to wait a week. And then that Thursday, September 9th, we'll spit out a show right before the opener. And uh, we'll get ready for the regular season. The, the The NFL season we've all been waiting for. At least Cleveland Browns fans have been waiting for. We want to see what we're about now. Now that we're good or decent, let's see what we can do. Okay, let's start fresh. Let's get it let's get it done, boys. Bow wow wow yippee oh <laughs> So uh, this episode is just gonna be some sidelines and then uh, I'll be back on Tuesday to give you the scores for the last preseason. And then um, we'll only have the Thursday show next the week after that. Uh, because there will be no football, I believe. If there's football, we'll have a, a Monday night shit show on Tuesday. That Two weeks from now. Whatever. I don't, I'll tell you as we go along here what's going to happen. But let's head to the sidelines, shall we? And per request, we're going to do a little... A little uh, special sidelines for the tennis fans out there. uh, In particular, a big fan of the show, Miss Michaels. We're going to do just a quick tennis headlines for you on what's going on in the tennis world. Because I believe the Open is this weekend. I'm not sure. But I believe it is. And the top head and the top headlines in the sidelines of the t- t- uh, tennis world. <laughs> and, uh, of course, it's going to have these names where I can't pronounce, but you know what? You guys are tennis fans. You'll know what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, Djokovic. I hope I'm saying that right. There's a D there. Hopefully, it's Djokovic without the D. Faces qualifier to start bid for True Slam. Uh, Kennan out of U.S. Open due to breakthrough COVID. Uh-huh. Um, Tifo and Corino Busta to Winston Salem quarters. Yeah. Okay. So see it a, see a no Oh boy. Siniakova advances to quarterfinals in Cleveland. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited for a minute. No mask, and here's the here's the here's the key one here for for all you fans. No mask or Vax proof required for U.S. Open fans. Wow, let's check that out for a minute. Let's get into this because um, I want to see like, are there a limited number of fans? Like what? Spectators will not be required to wear a mask or show proof of their vaccination. Returns at full capacity next week. Okay. Fuck them. Oh, man. Respect. Respect for the U.S. Open. They said, fuck everything. Just come on. (laughs) Uh, Injured Venus joins Serena in pulling out of open. So the Williams sisters will like the seams. They will not be there. Um, Venus has an injury. Venus Williams granted a wild card into the U.S. Open, has joined Sister Serena and Top Men star Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal in pulling out of the year's last Grand Slam tournament due to injury. In a video posted in social media on Wednesday, Venus Williams said she has been having some issues with her leg all summer and just couldn't work through it. She called being unable to play the Open, Super disappointing. Uh, This marks the first time since 2003 that neither of the Williams sisters will compete at Flushing Meadows. Uh, This will also be the first major tournament since the 1997 Australian Open, without any of Serena, Venus, Federer, and Nadal in the single brackets. Venus made her Grand Slam debut at the 1997 French Open. Serena arrived the next year. Federer showed up in 1999. Nadal came in 2003. I'm not going to miss the Open. It's, It's my favorite slam, Venus Williams said. I've had so many amazing memories there and cannot wait to get back out on the court whenever that is. I'll work with my team and make it as soon as I can, no date at this time. The the 41-year-old Williams has won seven major titles, including victories at Flushing Meadows in 2000 and 2001, but with her current WTA ranking of number 112, she had fallen outside the top 104, who received direct entry into the women's main draw. She received a wild card into the tournament last week. Williams has missed the US Open hasn't missed the US Open since 2006 when she was sidelined by a left wrist left wrist injury she reached her major semifinal at the tournament in 2017 the draw for the US Open is Thursday play begins Monday and concludes on September 12th um, and last but not least, we're going to uh, um, give you the last headlines in the tennis department. Serena withdraws from the U.S. Open, Sites Hamstring. Well, that's kind of weird that neither sisters are going to be there. So so there's your tennis sidelines. I hope that was helpful. If not, Miss Michaels, at least I know one tennis fan. Let me know if you need to know more or what I need to do to fix that for you. Any other tennis fans out there, um, email me at splatchunicorner at com and file your complaint or your compliment. I'll take either. <laughs> and let's go to NASCAR news since that's, this one's, uh, well, my computer's acting funny again, so we're going to get to that in one second here, till we figure this out. God dang it, God dang it, God dang, God dang, God dang, they ain't telling me nothing I want to know. Um. Okay, let's go, we're going to do some sidelines at the NASCAR section. Um, Emmett Smith joins X- Xfinity team as part owner. Uh, Blaney edges Byron by .07 seconds to win in Michigan. And, uh, in Brooklyn, Michigan, Ryan Blaney needed a push to pass William Byron on Sunday. Kyle Busch provided the boost. Uh, with Busch's help, Blaney took the lead on the final restart then bobbed and weaved his way around Michigan International Speedway to beat Byron by point, zero point zero seven seven seconds. Damn! That was a great ending. I did go watch the ending, though. I, did, I missed the race because of football reasons, but uh, Miss Michaels told me, she's like, Did you see the end? I said, No, I'll go check it out. I went and checked it out. It was fucking amazing. That was a good fucking race, or at least what I saw of it, The the highlights. Um, but, uh, Saturday, <clears throat> excuse me, Saturday is Daytona at seven o'clock, six o'clock. If you live in, in Texas <laughs> or something like that, just fucking turn on your fucking Fox I think it believe it's on Fox. I don't know what it's on people. Just, you know, everyone's got a fucking phone in their hand. Look it up. What do you think? This podcast is here to provide you information and entertainment or something. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, it was the narrowest victory margin in NASCAR Cup Series race at this track since electronic scoring began. I wouldn't say we had the best car, Blaney said. We got pretty good to a point where I thought we would we would run fourth or fifth. And it just worked out that we were here and uh, we, we were out where we could, could give us a push and it's just worked out. Blaney won for the second time this season and sixth overall, capping a big weekend for Team Penske, which won Saturday night's IndyCar race in suburban St. Louis. And then this cup race, not far from Roger Penske's Detroit roots, Ford also won seven straight at Michigan. This one was unexpected. With no practice and no qualifying race on a speedway race, organizers added was, uh, resin to the top of the track. Blaney started third and quickly found himself off the pace of Hendrick Motorsports te- uh, sports teammate Chase Elliott, Larson, and Byron. Instead, Blaney kept his cool. In this heat, as, he, as his crew fine-tuned the number 12 Ford, Blaney took care of the rest. Uh, methodically working his way toward the front. But Elliott lost track position after stalling in the pits and two late yellows bunched the field together, suddenly putting Blaney in the top five. When the top three cars took the outside lane on the final restart, Blaney chose the inside lane next to Byron and in front of Bush. His decision and Bush push, Changed the complexion of the race. It was fun. It was fun, kind of like a super speedway race. Byron said. Unfortunately, he ran the bottom. You can only block so many lanes, and I tried to block the top and cost myself the lead. Larson and Byron took t- took turns over the final several laps, trying to to give one another a shot to pass Blaney. Nothing worked. Just made a couple of bad moves, I guess. Larson said. A little too impatient behind the number 12 and allowed William to get by me. And then I was hoping they would get racing and I could get side drafting. And Blaney sped across the finish line barely ahead of Byron. Really, the push was just the whole thing, Blaney said. So thanks, Kyle. Blaney also ended Kevin Harvick's winning streak at Michigan at three. But the consolation prize wasn't bad, clinching the 15th spot in the 16-car playoff that begins in two weeks. Elliott beat Larson in the finish line to win the first stage. And Bush took the second stage over Joe Gibbs' racing teammate, Christopher Bell. So yeah, that's a little recap of the race for you. COVID 19 concerns have playoff drivers worried. Oh shit, look out, NASCAR Nation. Almondinger wins Xfinity race in the triple overtime. Emmett Smith joins Xfinity team as part owner. Creed dominates in NASCAR truck playoff opener. Like, the band Creed? (laughs) I'm confused. Oh, Sheldon Creed. (laughs) Hey, I'm not really familiar with the trucks, but that, th- that headline threw me off for a minute. I was like, what? Oh, the Creed's got a truck, racing truck, yeah. I <laughs> thought it was the band Creed. Just like when uh, the movie Creed came out, I thought it was a documentary about the band Creed. Turns out, not even close. NASCAR's COVID-19 protocol sideline LaJoy, LaJoy, LaJoy. Almondinger wins crash. Marred Brickyard 200. And uh, that's it for your NASCAR section. Hope that satisfies everybody's uh, needs because I did skip both of those sports a couple times. Uh, it's a work in progress, folks. Don't judge me. <laughs> now feel free to. I don't give a fuck. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you have any sports requests that maybe I've missed and you'd like to hear about, feel free to email me at splatsunicorner at yahoo.com and I will fix your problem. So let's just go to an overall sidelines and talk a little sports at the sidelines section as soon as I can find it, guys splat gotta have your shit together buddy well one thing about me and having shit together they just don't mix (laughs) (laughs) oh that's why I get my kicks on not having my shit together on route 66 or whatever So let's head on over to the plethora of headlines. LeBron James reaches to the sidelines. Uh, reacts to Imani Bates' college decision. Imani Bates made decision on his basketball future Wednesday evening. He'd even caught notice of none other than NBA superstar LeBron James. Marcio Pochettino comments on PSG drawing Manchester City in the Champions League. Nobody cares. Benjamin Mendy suspended by Manchester City. All this fucking soccer shit. (laughs) Oh, well, the club announced that suspension of Benjamin Mendy after Chris Presshire Police charged after Cheshire police charged a 27-year-old in connection with serious sexual offenses. Stop fucking around, fellas. Stop fucking around. Uh, Tennessee Titans' COVID situation is Ryan Tannehill vaccinated. The Tennessee Titans have a situation on their hands with quarterback Ryan Tannehill, one of the seven players on the reserve COVID list. Huh. Well, you know what they say, because I don't. Uh, Denzel Perryman, uh, trade grades. Uh, Raiders acquire linebacker help. Late pick in exchange for a what? For a seventh round pick to Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Patriots trade 2022 20, seventh round pick, 2023 20, fifth round pick to Ravens. Uh, for Sean Wade, and there's now, yeah, um, for Sean Wade, the cornerback from the Ravens, and there's now a news about what they'll bring up for the rookie. Bridgewater wins Broncos quarterback battle over Locke. The Denver Broncos will open the season with their fifth different quarterback in as many years as Teddy Bridgewater will start Denver's game week one against the New York Giants. Jets. Giants, Jets. I hate when they cut it off. Giants. I had it right the first time. <laughs> sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I don't. Um, and I know everybody's saying, well, it." Well, you said you weren't going to talk about football on Thursdays. No. I said I'm going to do Monday night sports shit show on Tuesdays is just football scores. And it will be NFL and college So it'll be a lengthy, probably episode. (laughs) But hey, it's what it's there for. It is what it is. If you want to go listen to it, go listen to it. But I'm still going to have, this is the sidelines. This is where we talk about all sports, okay? So don't come at me sideways like, come on, man. Yeah, we're talking football. We're talking about other sports. You talked about football all day on Tuesday, it was just the scores. It was just the scores, man. It was only the scores in the NFL. It didn't talk about nothing else, man. So get off my sheet. Uh Sony Michael says he had no idea Patriots were planning to trade him to Rams. The New England Patriots traded veteran quarter uh, running back, Sony Mitchell. Or Michael? Michelle? Michu? Michu? To the uh, I don't know why I said Mitchell. There's no T there. See, it's the human brain. It tricks you into seeing things that's not there. Uh, to the Los Angeles Rams, which is a good pickup for the Rams. They they could really, yeah, that's a good move. But hey, Patriots, pa- I don't know what happened there. Did he not get vaccinated? Just, well, I, don't, I don't get what's going on. Pac-12 says it's not pursuing any plans for expansion at this time. The Pac-12 will not pursue expansion at this time, the conference said Thursday. The announcement ends speculation about whether the 12-team league might. Okay, Trevor Lawrence named Jaguars quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars made it official Wednesday, anointing 2021. 20, this is this is the shit I don't understand. You're going to ruin this kid's career, especially... It's not a dominant team right now. Uh, starting uh, Trevor Lawrence is their starting quarterback. Why not just put Minshew in there till he gets hurt or he just shits the bed and lets this kid learn? You're going to throw him to the wolves. You're, you're fucking, well, let me tell you something. Urban Myers, I love you as a coach, but your uh, O-line sucks ass. Uh, this kid's going to get hurt in week two or three if you don't shape up that fucking um, O-line. I mean, come on, man. You got to you gotta really ask yourself what... When you're throwing these kids at number one, they get picked at number one, you just throw them in, the, in year one, just fucking throwing them out there. I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I know it's the new way of coaching or whatever, but I just don't fucking agree with it. Let these fuckers sit until they're re- uh, Even if they're not ready, at least give the veteran or whoever's in front of them a chance to teach them something. Um, give him a little guidance. So that way if Minshew got hurt in week four or whatever, this kid's ready for something. You know, just don't throw him in. A, he's he's good to go. Uh, ho- uh, hopefully they don't do that to Justin Fields. God forbid. Because they sure the fuck don't have a fucking O-line. Uh, Christi- Cristiano Ronaldo makes major decision on Juventus' future amid Manchester links, City links. Kellen Moore sends clear message about Dak Prescott's status. Uh, Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott continues to take steps in the right direction. On Wednesday, he returned to practice and competed in a few team drills. Looks like he's trying to squeak back in. Um, Can Tyson Woodley's UFC striking power translate and boxing debut against Jake Paul? That's in Cleveland, I believe, at the Romo Fijo. And um, that's Sunday. They moved it to Sunday the 29th, I believe. I will not be paying for that one. Fuck you. You should just show it for free. This should be a Showtime free fucking fight. I pay for Showtime. I should be able to see it without having to pay for a pay-per-view. You fucking cocksucking, money sucking, whores. <laughs> uh, but everybody knows I'm not rooting for Jake Paul. I, I don't give a fuck if fucking. I don't. Fucking Don Knotts was fighting him. I'd still root for Don Knotts. Uh, Brooks Kop- Kopika? Kokopka? and Bryson uh, DeChambeau agreed to man all these fucking weird ass names in golf now what happened to the damn crackers <laughs> smith and and, and
1: <laughs>
0: woods and <laughs> uh, agreed to halt feud for Ryder Cup who cares did cam newton's absence open the door for mac jones to become starter another fucking mistake A few weeks ago, into his tenure in New England, Mac Jones is already accomplishing something Tom Brady couldn't, dominating the New York Giants. Whatever. Trevor Lawrence gets not yet. We just talked about that. 49ers, Kyle Shanahan. I've got a pretty good idea who I'm going to start with the quarterback. eh? Gee, I wonder who it's going to be. Flyers lock up uh, Sean Couture With uh, eight-year, sixty-two million extension. Uh, USC LSU announced two thousand twenty-four game in Vegas kickoff classic at the Allegiant Stadium on Labor Day. Labor Day. Huh. Labor Day weekend. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Um. Let's, uh. Sorry, my uh, computer is acting a little. little funny here. It's acting a little strange. But Splat, you have all the greatest technology in the world. No, no, I don't, Eugene. Um. Sarkistan, not ready to name uh, Texas starting QB yet. Um, Woodley angry about the barb against his mom from uh, News Out of Cleveland. Tensions were already high this week between Jake Paul and tired-grown Woodley. And on Thursday nights, things boiled over. After the Paul versus Woodley news conference at the Hilton, Woodley heard a member of Paul's team talking trash to Woodley's mother. Wow, that's why I hate these fucking kids. Uh, Deborah, or Deborah, who was sitting in the crowd of the media and camp members, Woodley's sister went back verbally at the Paul training partner. Woodley attempted to get through the crowd to his mother and the Paul team member, but he was held back. Sides exchanged heated, vulgar language, and there was a lot of pushing and shoving until Woodley, his family, and team were removed from the crowded room. It was an ugly scene that could have gotten much worse, but cooler heads prevailed. No one was injured. One thing I don't do is disrespect, Woodley said, after ESPN afterward. And when it comes to my mother, it's a whole issue. Fuck this money, fuck this bag, fuck this pay-per-view, fuck this fight. When it comes to when it comes to that it will not be tolerated. Damn hiccups. Paul and Woodley are scheduled to fight Sunday in a boxing match. Paul, the YouTuber turned prize fighter is known for his antics, trash talking and creating content because he's an attention seeking whore that uh, thinks he's cooler than the rest of the fucking room. But guess what, dude? You just look like a fucking idiot. Woodley is a former UFC welterweight champion and figures to be the toughest test of Paul's very young boxing career. And I love how this fucking kid goes after these older guys. He's like, but you're 40, but you're 45. But you keep fucking taking these fights. Huh? Why don't you go fight a real fucking boxer, you piece of shit? Because you're scared. Let's go beat all the old guys to get a name. And then some kid's going to come in your age and fucking that knows what he's doing. That's been doing it since he was fucking 10 years old. And is going to beat the fucking Westlake, Ohio out of your bitch ass. You fucking loser. And then you want to your your people go after this kid, this guy's mom. Fuck you. You pieces of shit. Showtime sports president, Steven Espinoza told ESPN that he wouldn't review the footage of the incident to determine whether or not the two camps need to be further separated or if more security is necessary. Fuck that. Let them fight it out. The little bitch ass is to go after somebody's moms. Fucking let them fight right in the street. Let this kid get his fucking ass fucking handed to him. It's never a good thing, Espinoza said. Uh, we're still trying to get to the bottom of it. On one level, I understand it. Emotions are running high. Not just among the participants. This has been a pretty heated promotion, and sometimes families get involved. I think there were three things on both side. There were things on both sides that crossed the line. It erupted uh, pretty suddenly and quickly dispersed before anything happened. The reality is uh, never something we want to see, and we will definitely take steps to make blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, they shouldn't have said nothing, Woodley said. They should have just asked her what's two times two? I'm looking. I'm trying to do the face off. I'm here going to, I hear him going back and forth with my mom. Anytime something is going back and forth, that's unacceptable. I don't care who you are, what nationality you are, it's unacceptable. I agree. Woodley was furious and demanded an apology from Paul's uh, team member who was talking trash to his mom. What a bitch ass move too. Paul tried to make light of it and talked more trash. Okay, of course, because he's a piece of shit. We don't know better. He don't know no better, Woodley said of Paul. He don't know this is his lifestyle. I'll I'll shake his whole fucking room in a way you ain't never seen. Fuck this UFC's, fuck this knockout's shit. I will fucking start hurting people. You'll start seeing orange, Paul's team's colors, start dropping and hitting on the floor. Paul told ESPN he was disappointed in what happened, and though both sides were in the wrong, of course. This kid never takes responsibility for his fucking mouth. He said, and you know what, if he was in front of me, I don't give a shit how big he is, I'd still say the same shit to his fucking face. If he's gotta knock me out, he's gotta knock me out, I'm still gonna fucking say it. So don't come at me in the DMs and fucking, well, you, 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 if you say he was in front of you, you wouldn't fucking say that. The fuck I wouldn't. And I'd take the hit. <laughs> yeah, he'd have to, he'd have to fucking it'd take him a minute, but he'd knock me out. But I'd fucking still talk my shit. Because fuck you. Fuck you. That's all I'm saying. Uh, He said normally he'd be happy about an incident that would help promote the fight. But he had just talked about Women's Equality Day. And now co-main event Sunday would feature women's fight. Amanda Serrano versus uh, Yamileth Makarto. I'm sitting here talking about how much I love my mom and how much I love my girlfriend, Paul said. The nun, of, of course, Tyron's mom. Then, of course, Tyron's mom gets into an altercation. I just wish it was something else. If it was something else, I'd be like, "Great, we sold more pay-per-views on this day." But with how it went down, I just didn't like it. This is the fight uh, this is the fight business. This is part of it. Sometimes I think we forget that. While I am upset, it's like, "Yeah, this isn't soccer where everyone is kind and respectful, <laughs> are they?" Shit. Ask the Italians how fucking uh, respectful fucking soccer people are. We're trying to take each other heads off, literally. This is a dangerous sport, so it's a reminder going into Sunday that you've got to protect yourself at all times. Paul said that he would not apologize to Woodley on behalf of his team. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, I don't think it's needed. There's only a couple of days left for me dealing with him or seeing him. I'm sure everyone is going to go home, eat their dinners, get over it. We're all men and women at the end of the day. You're not a man, dude. We're not going to be uh, resentful. Well, you should still apologize to his moms. You fucking garbage, trash, piece of shit. <clears throat> uh, Deborah or Deborah Woodley has been a fixture at her son's uh, uh, UFC fights and is highly respected in the MMA community. She is known for hugging and giving encouraging words to her son's opponents, even after his defeats. Well, that might change. Might change a little bit. Um, sorry, I lost my place here. Paul said he would not apologize. Blah blah blah. Um, she yeah okay. That's not an antic, Tyrone. That's not an antic, Tyrone Woodley said of the situation. That's disrespect. That's out. That's outlier. He could have took my hat. Took my fucking glasses. Made a joke. He could have even shoved me. He could have gotten slapped. He he. He would have got slapped, but still, he could he crossed the line. Uh, but anyway, enough enough about that shit. Good. I hope Woodley. I hope you win, and don't don't hold back either. Um. I think uh, I think we're just gonna wrap it up for this week. Um, it's short because, you know, I'm not telling you all about football. I think I covered all the headlines. it just told me I was out of sidelines. So, um, plus you had, uh, the Monday night shit show on Tuesday and, uh, we'll give you one more before the NFL season starts and then we'll take a week off on that, but you'll still get your Thursday or Friday Um, sports shit show. Until, yeah, we'll be here. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I hope everyone's. I hope I covered everyone's uh, sports and all that jive. We're here to make you guys happy and entertained. I love you guys. Um, well, shit. Let's go over who's playing for the weekend. Give me one second here. And uh, I'll give you the schedule for the games, for the football games that are happening this weekend, everybody. And don't forget the Daytona 500, Saturday night at 7 Eastern, 6 Central. So, NFL... And the schedule for preseason week three. Friday. So there's no game tonight. It's Friday. August 27th. The Colts. V the Lions. On no network. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you got the Colts and the Lions there. Should be a real shitty game. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, Eagles. V the Jets. B-twist. Uh, one last time to show if you got something. See what you got. I mean, you're playing the Jets, but the Jets look pretty decent. I mean, they're 2-0 in preseason, but that don't mean shit. So good luck to you, B-Twist. Good luck to you, D. On that game, um, Lee, 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 motherfucking Lee. Your fucking wheelers are playing the Panthers. No network at least around here in Austin, Texas. I would say good luck to you, but eh, go fuck yourself. And go fuck your team. (laughs) Go Panthers. (laughs) And finally, on a network, NFL Network, we have the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, v the Kansas City Chiefs. It's 7 o'clock. NFL Network. And then Saturday, August 28th, you have the Gr- Miss Michaels, Miss Michaels, NFL Network, Green Bay Packers, v. the Buffalo or slash Austin Bills. Good luck, Packers. Show us what you got. <laughs> Any Rick and Morty fans out there? <laughs> um. And that is on the NFL Network at noon. Uh, You have the Baltimore Ravens. The Shitbirds. V. The Washington Redskins. I mean football team. (laughs) At 5 o'clock, no network. Then you have the Chicago Bears. V. The Tennessee Titans. On the NFL Network at 6 o'clock. And don't forget the St. Louis Cardinals versus the Sa- the New Orleans Saints at 7 o'clock. No network. And then you have the Super Bowl reigning champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, versus the Houston Texans at 7 o'clock. Uh, we have the Rams versus the Broncos. 8.05 p.m. I should do this in my. Uh, the, uh, anybody old enough to remember movie phone? <laughs> uh, used to call up this, you, you know, because back then there wasn't internets and shit like that. You called up the phone and it was like, "Welcome to movie phone." Next game. <laughs> Next game: Chargers versus Seahawks. Nine o'clock. NFL Network. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sunday, August 29th Jacksonville Jaguars versus Dallas Cowboys. NFL Network at noon. (laughs) (laughs) Miami Dolphins versus Cincinnati Bengals. 3 o'clock CBS. Raiders versus 49ers. NFL Network 3 o'clock. New England Patriots versus New New York Giants. 5 o'clock NFL Network. (laughs) And finally, the last game. The one and only. The greatest team in the NFL. The underdog. The under whatever. Their time has come. The time has come to dominate the NFL, the National Football League. And it's the final play preseason game of 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, your Mother fucking Cleveland motherfucking Browns. Welcome to the Dog Pound, bitches. Show us what you got. Versus the Atlanta Falcons at 7 o'clock NBC. Ding, ding, dong. <laughs> so that's your NFL schedule for the last preseason week. Of the NFL preseason 2021. Dun dun dun. So there you go, folks. Join us back on Tuesday for the Monday night shit show. Well, we could do it Monday. This time, since there's not a Monday night game, we'll do a little preseason special. And uh, look forward on Monday or Tuesday. And it'll be the last one. We'll take a week off on that one. On those episodes. But we'll still have the Sports Shit Show on Thursday or Friday. Join us. Dun, dun, dun. Alright, folks. um, Be safe out there. I love you guys. Stay high. Stay fly. Peace and love. And the holy smoke above. Bow, wow, wow, yippee, yo, yippee, woo yay, the Browns are on their motherfucking way. I'm out, bitches. (laughs)